Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 15th of September. The automatic pilot light at the European Central Bank was still on yesterday and the euro area was treated to an unnecessary 25 basis point increase in interest rates. Markets have seemingly decided that enough is enough and are not particularly looking for further rate increases. ECB President Lagarde may have made a hawkish noise or two at the press conference after the meeting, but markets have long since learned not to pay too much attention to the public pronouncements of Lagarde. After all, no one has enough spare time in their lives to keep up with all of the comments that Lagarde makes. Lagarde speaks again today. Does this last rate hike change the inflation outlook of the euro area? Probably not. The cost of credit really isn't driving inflation, and the disinflation forces that are in place are unlikely to be especially altered by this rate increase. Does the rate increase hurt the economic outlook? It's not a positive, and for some people an extra quarter point on interest rates will be damaging. But while this may be an unnecessary rate increase, it's unlikely to do serious additional damage to the euro area economy. China provided an edited data dump overnight, edited because youth unemployment is no longer published as part of the labour market data. The unemployment data is now reportedly showing a small decline. Retail sales and industrial production data were both reported higher. The retail sales data suggests an improvement in purchases of things like autos. This does follow a series of targeted policy support measures from the government in Beijing, Although, of course, one should be careful about tying the current improving economic activity to policy stimulus, at least tying it too closely. Policy does work with a lag, although things like lowering interest rates for existing borrowers may have a more immediate impact on consumer activity. What does this all mean globally? As a current account surplus country, China has only a limited impact on economic activity in the rest of the world. China's demand is not a driver of growth in Europe or the United States, for instance. But global companies making goods in China for consumption by China's consumers may be more optimistic if this trend is actually sustained. The United States is publishing import and export price data and industrial production data for August. With the focus on how persistent disinflation forces are likely to be, there may be some attention on import prices. Import prices are seen being in deflation and are weak even excluding imported energy prices. However, the relationship between import prices and domestic consumer prices is relatively weak. Producers, including foreign producers, are quite high up on the supply chain in the United States. The consumer has to pay for the cost of everything that happens after production, and, of course, has to pay for the profit margins of everything that happens after production. Industrial production data does still matter somewhat in the United States. While production may have moved around in recent years, and the US now depends on Mexico for a lot of its goods, US production is still around 11% of the domestic economy. One of the larger industrial production sectors, the auto sector, is about to cease production in the face of industrial action, 
This will have GDP implications and create additional uncertainties around other data points, including inflation. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.